Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti. I've got some students with me today, um, two from the North Campus, two from the Plano Campus. So it's kind of fun to have you guys because we're talking about all things freedom. Freedom Weekend is this weekend coming up, um, in case the parents didn't know. Um, It's kind of a junior high, high school thing. Um, And I want you guys to explain a little bit about freedom um, and some other opportunities for um, young people to get connected into spiritual growth in life. So why don't you guys start off with just kind of some introductions, tell us who you are, maybe how long you've been at PCA, what grade you're in, things like that. Um, And we'll just, uh, well, you know what, we'll obviously start with the ladies, right? So down at the end, Trinity. (laughs) Hi, I'm Trinity Elliott. This is my second year at PCA North and I'm a senior. Okay. And you're looking for school next year. Where are you looking at going? Tarleton. Yeah. And what are you going to think about studying? Uh, public communications. Oh, oh, this is right up your alley. <laughs> Look at this. Trinity's like, I eat this stuff for breakfast. <laughs> I love it. Very good. Trinity. Caitlin. My name is Caitlin Teague. I'm a senior and this is my 13th year at PCA. Oh my goodness. A lifer? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So good. And you're the oldest of 11 children. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Five kids. Yes. Yeah. Very good. And you're looking at doing what next year? Baylor, and I want to study nursing. Oh, awesome. Very good. All right, and then we got the young guns in the house. Hi, I'm Calvin Finetti. Um, I'm a junior at PCA. This is going. This is my 14th year, um, and I don't know where I'm going to college yet. That's right. Because so. you don't need to. You don't, I don't need to worry about that. Good. That's right. Harvard hasn't called yet. Not yet. But even if they did, we're not going there. Nope. Amen, brother. All right. And then Coleman. My name is Coleman Bales, and this is my fifth year at PCA North. But I think I've been at PCA for close to eight years my whole life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're a – did you say you're a junior? I'm a junior. You're a junior, yes. right? So you've got a couple other kids in the family as well? Yes. I have four sisters. I have one older sister who graduated from PCA and then I have three younger sisters, um, but only one of them goes to PCA North yeah. with me. Yeah, the other, the Cam- other two, the other Campbell. Yes, the other Campbell. Yes, and then living the girl, Hannah. the girl Campbell, the girl Campbell, the better Campbell. Yes. Oh, oh, <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Libby and Hannah. And then Libby and Hannah go to Prosper, yeah. and they're in the active learning class at Prosper. Yeah, so. very good. All right, so we want to talk about freedom. Um, and if parents don't know what Freedom Weekend is, who wants to explain kind of what this weekend is all about? Caitlin, you look like you want to dive in there. I can do that. So Freedom Weekend is a weekend for our junior high and high school kids. And it is Friday night, Saturday all day, and then Sunday morning. And we do sessions. We have speakers come in. It's incredible worship, but then incredible time with small groups. You're put in a group of girls, guys, your same age. um, And you really get to dive into what the speakers talk about. And it's really one of my favorite things that Preston students does both on Plano and North campus. And it's just a really sweet time to learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself, learn about Jesus, which is always just a sweet, this is really sweet time. Yeah. It's a really um, great opportunity for students who don't know the Lord to come and hear and experience kind of like, what, what is this Christianity thing all about? So if you're like, I, you know, this is new to me, I don't know anything. 
But if you've been walking with the Lord for a long time, right, it's a great intensive kind of discipleship weekend as well. Um, So at any stage along the way, right, you can learn and you can grow. Trinity, um, Freedom is a kind of a special weekend for you. Tell me a little bit about kind of your experience in Freedom Weekend. Um, So I grew up in church, but it wasn't until Freedom Weekend when I realized that I actually needed to give my life over to the Lord, that it was just all emotion I was going through. When I showed up at Freedom, I had never seen so many kids praise Jesus the Mm. way that they did. And the joy that they had on their face, I was like, I want that too. And that's what I'm searching for, not the things of this world. And there was a guy that was speaking about this girl who felt like she had nobody and how she gave her life over to the Lord and what a friend she had in Jesus. And at that moment, I was like, it's not the friendships around me that I need. It's the friend that I need is Jesus the whole time. And so when I gave my life over to him, he filled me with this peace and this joy and this comfort. And my life has truly changed because of freedom. Weekend. That is so awesome. That's a great testimony. And really it's, it's the testimony, right. Of everybody who's given their life to Christ, right. Yours just happens to be at this particular event, mm-hmm. this particular weekend, which is such a neat thing. Cause that's what the opportunity is there for, right. For people to sit, to listen, to learn, but to also engage, right. And to ask that question, right. Has that life transformation ever been present in my life? Or am I just a, you know, a moralistic person who's coming to church trying to do good things, right? That you've got to have that heart change. And so this is a great opportunity. I'm so glad you shared that. Uh, And that's kind of your experience with Freedom Weekend, because I'm sure going back this year, right, it's kind of a neat thing, kind of like you go back and like, this is where it all happened, right? This is Mm -hmm. where things were happening. So um, what do you guys think of when you think of Freedom Weekend? What's the um, kind of most exciting or fun part for you guys when you think about what's coming up? For me, um, you know, I'm, I was saved. Uh, I got saved when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And so uh, every year that I've been going to freedom, I've been saved. But it's always, you know, been super unique to just see how, like what I'm going to learn that week about God and God's yep. character um, and what God is calling me to in my life. Uh, I think it was my freshman year, uh, but I was at freedom and they gave a call to ministry Um and, you know, I felt like God was tugging that on my heart, that I, yeah. I had a desire for ministry and to minister to people. Uh, but I didn't really understand what that ministry was going to be. Um, and then last year, um, kind of around freedom, after freedom, and during freedom, uh, I didn't feel like my ministry was necessarily church ministry, but kind of geared towards, like, students my age, necessarily, okay. and younger students. And so it's kind of just been, that journey for me has been really cool, just to see, like, what God is calling me to and then kind of him, you know, further explaining that calling to me just through this event, through, you know, midweeks and Sundays. And yeah, that's been kind of my experience with it. That's kind of cool. I love that. Campbell, I know you love the worship yeah, uh, part of freedom. Yeah. So the worship part for me, it's like, in a sense, it kind of hype it, hypes you up. Yeah. But at the same time, it kind of calms you down spiritually just to where you can like kind of sit and soak in his presence. Um, but then also the aspect of the community because you're, uh, put into groups and, uh, usually you might have one or two friends depending on what group you're in. Um, but just the time that you get to spend with whoever, whatever leader it is and those people around you, um, it's a time where you get to open up and be like, Hey, like, this is what I learned. This is what I have been learning. Uh, but it's also cool because it's at the beginning of the year. So it kind of starts you, your year off strong. And so it's kind of like, hey, this is what last year looked like for me. Mm. This is what I'm wanting next year or this year to look like. And so it's kind of a time for you to build kind of accountability for this year at Freedom. Yeah, it's kind of a neat time from the school year perspective as well, not just the calendar year. Mm -hmm. But as we roll into February, 
right? I mean, it's kind of like, you know, we're all like, oh, my goodness, it's January, February, and things kind of, you know, slow down a little bit. Um, it's a neat time to put a spiritual emphasis uh, in the middle of a school year. Um, and then we actually roll into, you know, mini-mester. Uh, we go out and we do missions, and, and it's a great time. And then we roll into April and May, and we graduate, and we're gone which is kind of fun. So uh, ladies, <laughs> you be ready for that. And it's going to be here before you know it. So um, enjoy every minute along the way. Um, but what a neat opportunity. I think freedom is so cool. Um, the different speakers that they bring in, the different bands that they have, you know, playing for you guys. Um, it is really an incredible opportunity. I love that um, Plano and North are kind of, you know, working together on this, right? Because each community right kind of stands alone on its own for a lot of different things but every once in a while you guys get to you know do things together as you know kind of a pca or prestonwood campus um so i know um, there'll be some times when the plano and north campus are separated for freedom weekend and then i think saturday evening you guys are all up at north right for you know the big um you know shindig and everything that's happening or whatever so it's kind of a neat opportunity right for both communities to really uh, shindig did you not like the word right old-fashioned <laughs> never heard of it. okay it's all, it's all good you'll, you'll be a part of it and you'll experience it and you'll be like oh dad that's a great shindig um but it'll be it'll be a great event for you guys um other than freedom which is happening this weekend what else are you guys involved in um through the church uh, where you're kind of getting fed and ministering to other students that are your age well also this week we have midweek so every wednesday uh starting up and i think it's like end of August, beginning of September, all the way through the school year, is midweek every Wednesday night. Uh, and it's just a time where you get to go to uh, somebody's different house, or sometimes it's up at the church, depending on what group you're in. Um, and there's uh, people leading. So like me and Caitlin actually lead a house together uh, with two other people. And it's just like a time where you get to invite your friends and your people from like your different sporting events or uh, different groups, because you're like, hey, we're having dinner, we're having fun, like come over. And so it's like different ways to have different opportunities you get to share community with people yeah. Um, because it's not just like a, Hey, it's a Sunday morning. Let's go to church. But it's like, Hey, like Wednesday night, let's go to this person's house. Let's have some uh, time of fun and uh, fellowship. Yeah. It's just a really and it's fun. a lot more student driven. Yes. And so it's not a bunch of adults telling you things. It's students actually teaching and engaging yep. and doing things like that. Trinity, you're involved in midweek as well. Yes. What's your midweek like? Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm a leader um, this year, I changed houses to be with people that are at my school, okay. and it's been really cool seeing people that I go to school with growing in their relationship with the Lord, and That's I also sweet. lead with Coleman. Okay. Very good. How's Coleman as a leader? Eh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to step up his game just no, a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's fantastic. So you are leading a midweek as well with Trinity? Yes. Okay. Uh, so... Our school kind of has a house. It's kind of a PCA North house cool. is what I think the intention of the church was, which is awesome. Because yeah. uh, we hang out with those people, and then we get to, you know, really see the spiritual side of people and dive deep into community on Wednesday nights with each other, um, which is, you know, one of my favorite things that, like, I get to experience is that the people I go to school with, you know, I also get to see how involved they are in their faith and how active they are. Yeah. So that's that's really cool for me. That's a neat opportunity. Um, I know you guys are involved Sundays as well. Um, I know at Plano Campus, you guys have like a lead team. Um, Campbell's involved in that. Caitlin's involved in that. What do you guys do on Sundays uh, in terms of like church and things like that up here, Trinity and Coleman? What's what's that look like for you guys? Um, lead team and choir okay. on Sundays. Very good. And then Coleman, how's how's the pastor at North? I don't even know. Was, he's all right. Is, is he any good? Yeah, I, I, that's what I've heard. Yeah, um, I, I heard he's 
He's really good. Yeah, well. Uh, big country. Uh, big country. <laughs> Bring in the word. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. I love it. Um, now, this could be kind of like a, a commercial about if you're a parent and you're thinking, hey, there's a lot of neat things to get involved in. And here's the deal. We have like literally just scratched the surface because there's other things that are coming up that you guys are involved in that maybe a lot of parents don't even know about. Right. So as you're looking toward the calendar year and you're like, oh, my goodness, we've got freedom. And every week we've got, you know, midweek, you know, we go to church on Sunday. And then there's some special events that are coming around the corner. Right. What are you guys like looking forward to that's coming around the corner that you want to tell parents about? Caitlin's got something. <laughs> so I am really looking forward to our choir mission trip mm. this year. We're going to Hawaii mm-hmm. high school is, um, which is one of my favorite places. I love Hawaii, but I'm just really excited because those mission trips are they're like one of my favorite things that we yeah. do as a church. Um, and I think it's really, really sweet because I know Trinity and I, we both dance. And so it's always been a fun, special way for us to use like the talents God's blessed us with to use that for his glory and for his ministry and the people we've met on these mission trips. Like it has completely changed my perspective yeah. and really it's just one of those like biggest blessings of high school that I've gotten to experience. Yeah. It's a pretty neat thing for, for people who don't know about choir mission trips. Cause my church growing up never did choir mission trips or maybe because I didn't have any talent. They didn't tell me they were doing a choir mission trip and I never got invited. But anyway, <laughs> beside the point, um, you guys, right. So last year you went to England, um, the year before that, do you remember where you were? Colorado, Colorado right. You've been to Florida. So every year they pick kind of a different location. You guys take, um, 300, 300 right yeah. high school kids um, and you go and you set up some incredible um, worship events at different venues and then when you're not doing that you're serving the community and getting kind of plugged in um, but it's a constant um, kind of flow of people you know through and stopping and watching and paying attention and then you're sharing the gospel it's a really really neat opportunity and so I know when you said Hawaii I know some parents Okay, I'm just going to tell you. Some parents roll their eyes like, oh, suffering for the Lord in Hawaii. Can I, can I tell you? Here's the deal. I'll, I'll say this, right? People in Hawaii need Jesus too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Yes. I mean, there, there's not a place that, I mean, I'm just saying people in Fiji need Jesus too. Lord, please send me yes. there. All right. But, but it's, it's a neat thing, right? Because you guys get to go, right, and experience right? An incredible opportunity. Um, but the ministry that you do and the service that you do and just the event that you put on is just, it's an amazing, um, thing that you, you know, get to do. And then, you know, Caitlin mentioned that you and Trinity have talent, right? I'm just telling you, right. Not only do they have talent, right, but they've, they've worked hard and they've trained, but here's the deal, right? You might be thinking if you've got kids who don't have talent, wait, are you saying that I can't be a part of you choir mission? You don't need talent. Exactly. You do we not need talent. Examples of this. Right. Yeah. What you lack in talent, you make up for, right? In, in energy. In energy. Mm-hmm. In joy. Right. That's very true. Right. So bring, bring one or the other, right? If you've got talent, bring that. If you've got energy and joy, bring that. If you have both of them, that's, you know, kind of a, kind of a waste of, you know, having all of it put, put together. But uh, you've got that. Um, now, beach camp. Another thing, beach right? Camp, yep. Tell me about that. Uh, beach camp, I think, is like the first or second week of June. Um, we take about a thousand-ish students between North and Plano uh, to Fort Lauderdale, Walton, Fort Walton Beach in uh, Florida. There you go. Uh, we do take a bus. It's like a twelve-hour drive. You don't take a bus. 
You take, we like, take 20, like 25. <laughs> okay. I'm, I, people just need to show up to see when you guys, you know, send off, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's just like, yeah, when 25 buses rolling out, you know, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing. So you guys take all those students. Um, I, I think junior high kind of does something junior else, right? Goes with us. They go with you yes. for beach camp. They okay. just stay at a different, different hotel. hotel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But we still do the same events. We go, um, we have morning uh, devos on the beach. Then we go have rec time. Then we come back, have lunch. Uh, and then you have some free time on the beach, which is always fun. But yep. then you go and get ready for worship at night, which they bring in a speaker, Coach Level, every year. And they do worship. With, it's really just amazing events. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting, though, to put into the rhythm of your life that pattern of doing right devotionals and listening and learning from different people in, in part of your spiritual growth and part of your spiritual life. Um, and it may seem like, oh, you know, that the kids are just going there having a bunch of fun. Um, there's nothing wrong with having a bunch of fun, especially when you're young and you, you have the energy to go have that fun. Um, but to include the spiritual growth and development as a part of that. And I think that concept is Christianity doesn't have to be boring. Right. It doesn't have to be, oh, you know, hey, now that I'm a Christian, we're going to sit on the sidelines of life and we're just going to, you know, say no to everything that the world says yes to. And the, the concept is, is like, no, we're going to go have fun and we're going to have a great time and we're going to say yes to all the things that God, that God wants us to have to say yes to. And we're going to build those relationships and we're going to sit down on a beach in the morning and we're going to spend time with the Lord. And, and you develop that, that rhythm of life that you carry on, hopefully, when you leave beach camp and you come back to your daily lives Right? And that's kind of just a pattern and a rhythm of life that hopefully you're developing and putting into when you walk on ladies to a college campus, right? And you realize, hey, here's the deal. If I can do this at beach camp, okay, I can get up in the morning and I can have a Devo in the morning, right? And that pattern of life, so many people, right, they walk away from that because it hasn't been ingrained. And I think that's one of the amazing things is like ingrain it in your life now, that habit, that pattern, and carry that on the rest of your life. And that'll be a great thing. What do you think about beach camp? Uh, yeah, so I didn't get to go last year, and I don't oh. think I'm going to get to go this year. Oh. Uh, but I got to go two years ago. Okay. Um, and actually, Parker was my leader, which, you know, the leader can make or break the trip. And Parker was just... There you go. Like, that was probably the, the my favorite memory from Beach Camp. Yeah. It was just my group and Parker. Parker had a great time. I yeah, remember that. Yeah, it was that. so fun. That was good. Um, maybe, because, maybe too much fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just, I just love the fact that you're... Yeah. You know, with your close, some of your closest friends for a week. Um, and again, you're just diving into the word, um, getting poured into by college guys. Um, and then you're on the beach uh, learning about Jesus. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that scenario. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Now, here's the deal. Other than the things that we talked about, right, the things that the church programs, and I'm just going to tell you, right, PrestonwoodStudents.org is where you're going to go find all of these different things. Um, here's some other things that are on that particular website. They actually have a parents resource section on their website for parents because they want to, um, you know, equip parents to have those conversations with their students, right? So not just the guys who are getting paid to spend time with your students, right? But parents, right? What do you need to know? And so um, one of the things I love about the, the student ministry is they want to equip the home as well. Um, so if you go to PrestonwoodStudents.org, they're going to find out all about freedom and about midweek and about beach camp. Um, not about the choir mission trip, though, because that has its own yes. section. Um, but, um, you know, th- there's just some great resources out there. Here's a, here's a question for each of you individually. Um, in addition to these things that we've mentioned, what else do you find valuable for your own spiritual growth and development? Like what's one thing that kind of the Lord has impressed upon you 
recently that you said, hey, this is something that's kind of interesting um, that I'm learning, that I'm growing in, that I want to share with some parents? Because here's the deal. These parents, they have kids just like you, right? They might be a little bit younger and they're thinking, hey, how are you guys growing? Is this something that I can do with my son and daughter as well? Get them interested in what have you guys found to be valuable in your own spiritual walk? I will say going along with like midweek, we, Preston students does a great job. They kind of give us a mold for lessons Mm -hmm. and then we go then and off that, create our own lesson and then therefore get to teach that to kids our own age. And for me, the first time that I taught a lesson, it really kind of pushed me to study the Bible for the first time. And one of the things that helped me with that was getting a commentary. And I use the Enduring Word one off of Safari. It's a great one. I love it. And it really helps me really study the Bible, really study the words that God uses, really study the language, the particular words that the authors use. And it's just a great resource. There are so many others. Um, And it's just, yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. I I tell you, a great commentary Mm -hmm. um, is a great help as a facilitator for you to be able to dive into the word. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people, you know, it's like, well, I I don't really understand it. It's a book written, you know, 2,000 years ago. Um, And here's the deal. It's as relevant today as it was 2,000 years ago. Uh, Maybe even more so. (laughs) but but the you know the concept of it's okay to have questions about things but it's yeah. not okay not to find answers to the questions don't mm-hmm. don't just leave it over there and say oh i've got these questions and i don't really understand this it's like well go find the answers to the questions um and be careful where you're looking mm-hmm. right so i use the enduring enduring word one as well right mm-hmm. fantastic right but there's a lot of great mm-hmm. commentaries of people out there who have studied the word of god uh, who want to help you open up the pages and make it make sense. Mm-hmm. So that's a fantastic thing. Trinity, what about you? Um, I would say I was discipled right after I gave my life to Christ, and that had a huge impact Major. on my life. Yes. That is what encouraged me to read my Bible daily and having that daily prayer time. And then from that, from being discipled, going and discipling someone else, I think that the Lord teaches you so much when you're put on the spot to go and share your wisdom with them. And that has definitely strengthened my faith. So I would say for parents, if you have a kid, to put them with somebody to disciple them so that they can go out and disciple other people. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. It is the Great Commission, right? Go make disciples. So if you're making disciples, right, then you're probably being discipled by somebody who's, you know, following the Great Commission to make you into a disciple. And then once that's done, you turn around and you go, oh, well, I need to go make disciples as well. So fantastic. I love how both of you, though, are talking about not just absorbing things for yourself, but sharing them. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the great you know, opportunity, right, is you, know, you have to not just take this and say, hey, here's what I know, and I'm going to live it out in my own life. But sharing it with other people really makes them look at your life and say, hey, right, if you say you believe this, you better live in a particular way as well. So that's a, that's a great thing. What about you guys? Anything recent for your spiritual growth and development? I would say kind of going off like the discipleship part, part of discipleship for me is uh, going through a book, mm-hmm. a Christian book. So whether that's a book of the Bible or I, uh, we go choose a book to read, um, reading Christian books has helped me grow in my faith because yep. it kind of gives like a different perspective of something. But then also reading those books helps me in my midweek lesson because I'm, I could be writing a lesson just be like, oh, I remember whenever one of these authors said something. And so it challenges me because I'm, Challenges me to read to help me grow, yeah. uh, like mentally, but also challenges me spiritually, growing 
um, because it's like, hey, like, kind of like reflecting on myself of, okay, am I doing this in my life? And yeah. what else do I need to be doing? Yeah. And, and right now you guys are surrounded by a community where there are other um, more mature, older believers. Um, but you may walk onto a college campus and you're like, you know, hey, who's going to disciple me here? Where's my community? And one of the great things that I've always found is um, I can always take a book with me, right? I call it historical discipleship, right? I can always be discipled by um, a godly man or woman that's gone before me. They just might be dead, right, for 400 years, and they wrote a book. And so I'll read that book, right? And I'll, I'll use that as my training and my discipleship for the seasons where maybe there isn't a physical person who's discipling me now. I don't have to sit and wait on the sidelines for that to come along. I can go get that, right? I can, I can read the J.C. Riles and the Thomas Watsons, right, and the John Bunyans, and I can allow the history, right, of the, the men and women, the brothers and sisters, the great cloud of witnesses that have gone before to train and disciple me. Coleman, what about you? Yeah, so I feel like the Lord's really teaching me uh, kind of to be intentional. I have a lot of friends um, in my friend group at North that are seniors. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of recently dawned on me that, you know, they have four months and then they're graduating. Yeah. Um, so really, um, you know, I was encouraged to take a word for the year, and my word for the year was intentionality. I uh, love it. And so to be intentional with those relationships and then with that uh, comes kind of an accountability uh, with some of my super close godly brothers to yep. hold me accountable to yep. reading the word, to, you know, making sure I'm guarding my heart against, uh, you know, fleshly desires. And so, yeah, the Lord's really teaching me just to be intentional with my relationships and with everything that he's given me is just be intentional. Don't yep. waste it. That's a great word. We do a word for the year. Yours? Steadfast. Steadfast. Mine Last is... was intentional. That's right. Oh, that's good. Mine's hallelujah, right? Which means praise mm-hmm. the Lord. Right, the last five psalms all start with praise the Lord. Psalm one fifty starts and ends with it, so it literally starts with Hallelujah. It ends with Hallelujah. Do you guys do a word for the year? Don't want to throw you in the spot, but mine is dwell. So I want to dwell in the presence of the Lord. Yes, I love it, Trinity. Um, mine is to care because I think going into senior year, like I've just been going through the motions, and yeah. I want to care a little bit more. I like that. that I do, so. Yes, very good. Well, you guys have been fantastic. Um, I know that um, Freedom Weekend's coming up, so you're going to be um, tired. So <laughs> try to get your rest before it gets here. Um, enjoy it. Um, you know, look for, I'd say this, look for people um, that, and you mentioned all this, right? You love being around your friends, which is an incredible opportunity. Look for people that might not be in your friend group, right, that needs somebody to reach out to them as well. And I know all of you, right, are doing that constantly. Um, but just as a reminder, right, there's that person over there that, you know, it's like, hey, make sure you bring them in and include them. Um, and I would say um, from a parent perspective, these are incredible opportunities. But if you don't take advantage of them, right, then they are opportunities that somebody else has, right, but your kids aren't a part of it. Right. So I would I would say from a parent perspective, right, here's four students that have taken advantage of the things that are put in front of them. And you guys have grown, developed lives have been changed because you've been put in these particular um, opportunities, right, to hear from the Lord and to be around other brothers and sisters who are walking with the Lord. And it's an incredible opportunity. So thank you guys for being a part of it. Thank you guys for coming and uh, sharing a podcast uh, with us and uh, hopefully encouraging our parents on this particular journey. So appreciate your time. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.